0: That got to for the to see you, Don't Welcome to EA Truth Radio, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. I'm your host, Dan Hennan. Today is July 5th, 2021, and our show will be about current events, in particular, events that took place last week. I'll strip out the fake news so you don't have to. I'll talk about things that wasn't in the news but should have been, and I'll certainly talk about things that was in the news that shouldn't have been, or maybe was there for distraction purposes. Keep in mind, this show... Is faith based, and as always, we'll start out with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy, and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them. One of them, where they are, while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may that will be done in Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. The founder and publisher of Eternal Affairs Media, Curtis R. Bazelli, is a loyal member of Patriot Mobile and encourages you to mention his name. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative mobile phone carrier that will meet all your calling, texting, and data needs. You can get up to $600 off your bill annually when you refer friends to Patriot Mobile. Join us and fight for your conservative values with each call you make on their nationwide cell phone network. Remember to mention Curtis R. Bazelli when you sign up for service. This podcast is brought to you by Military True Crime Addict, a podcast focusing on true life events of military personnel, veterans, and those associated with the military. Give a voice to the victims and hear their side of the story. Raise awareness of the heinous crimes and support those most impacted. Military True Crime Addict is available wherever you get your podcasts, and you don't need to know anything about the military to listen. Now, back to the show. Well, we're back. We've got interesting topics this week. A lot of strange things uh, went on here coming up with the 4th of July weekend. Let's start off with Britney Spears. Now, she had these strange things coming out recently, Britney Spears, and what was making the news was some of the more, uh, more common things that she had mentioned about her upbringing, her past, and her background. What wasn't in the news, but many people picked up on it, was uh, the amount of blood transfusions and the, and the amount of times she gave blood growing up um, on a daily or multi-times per week. They were taking blood, drawing blood out of her. Now, those of us who followed the Pizzagate and things like that know that uh, blood is a very common commodity and highly sought after for various uh, rituals, sacrifices, things like that. in uh, in these people in the worlds of these people and what they do for their parties and excitement, uh, including the adrenal chrome, the, uh, the, the various festivities they take part in. Now, whether Brittany herself was aware of these things, um, she may not have been, she was aware that they were drawing blood and I don't think she knew what they were using it for. But if you put two and two together, now, she came from that Disney background, uh, the pedophile ring as known as the Walt Disney World Corporation and all the things that they're doing, raising up these kids, coming up into primetime and to make movies and to be successful. Uh, Got to keep in mind that they're already compromised. The parents are already compromised or the child is. Whether they want to be or not, they've, all, they've, they've already sold out. Uh, for their child to become uh, rich and famous. So now at that point, they become a slave. So I think Brittany's going forth telling some of these things. So she wanted to go on record and testify, but that made the news on July 1st that she said, you know what? I I really want to testify. I don't want to just tell my, I I don't want to tell my story. I want to get it on the record. And a lot of the mainstream media wasn't covering that. They just, you know, heard her, uh, talking about her past upbringing and and some of these things on uh, various talk shows and things like that. But I found it very interesting the fact that she wanted to actually testify. That means she wants to get it on record. Now we know about the collapse, the condo collapse in South Florida. Uh, But what wasn't talked about too much was the Washington DC building that collapsed. It collapsed five stories tall, just came down as a strange uh, strange occurrence once again, and it made the news. It was, oh, well, that's odd. That's strange. Uh, this building collapsed. Well, the people that saw it happen noticed it came down very similar to the other one. So, odd. That's kind of kind of just food for thought. I'm not I'm not tying any association with it, but the strange buildings falling like this uh, without any other uh, issues with them. Once again, a partial collapse. I, I could see. A building tipping over, I could see. A, a building having some structural integrity issues, I can see. But the ones that we're seeing are coming straight down, pancaking and being demolished, um, landing almost like an implosion uh, as part of a result of a controlled demolition. Now, we're seeing the same thing at this one in Washington, D.C. Keep your eye, ears and eyes open on things like that, those strange types of things. For that to happen, it needs to be wired It needs to be set up to do that. Buildings just don't collapse that way. On to the Cobb County, Georgia story with the the missing ballots. Uh, The the voter fraud information coming out of Maricopa County in Arizona is one thing, but we've got to watch the news coming out of Georgia, as I believe that could be the second domino to fall. Cobb County says that they had 168,000 ballots missing. During the chain of custody, for those ballots. So in the chain of custody, how they go, how they get there, how they come in, how they get voted, how they get tabulated, and what happens to them all has to follow a chain of custody. Well, from beginning to end, there's 168,000 that can't be accounted for. They all have to follow the same flow. On the chain of custody. That's the main thing when vote audits take place, voting audits. You have to start with the same, you have to end with the same, and they can't be touched, altered, or manipulated along the way. So, interesting. Now, Bill Cosby was released this week um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, June 30th, he was released. Now, some have said uh, because of the Freemason that he is, it was interesting that he only served 33 months Hint, hint, 33 months, and then he was let go. What they ruled, I guess, was uh, his court was, his, his case was overturned. And so I don't think a lot of people were expecting this. Uh, but those following it said, you know, they may overturn this, and they let him out. Well, that was odd. He was supposed to be serving many, many years. Strangely enough, he serves 33 months, and now he's a free man. Interesting. Allison Mack from Nexium fame. And Smallville fame, uh, she pled guilty in her deal. Uh, the sentencing took place this last week. She gets, uh, she'll be serving three years. Now that seems to be low, seems to be odd for what she was involved with with for that for that case. Uh, she was basically the second person in command, second in charge, the the the, the right hand man there in that whole Nexium case. And all she gets is three years. Well, uh, interesting enough. But what I thought was more interesting was that didn't get much news coverage. The entire Nexium case was not front page news when that hit. It was always mentioned as more of an afterthought. So I thought that was very interesting that they did the same thing here with this. Now, the Red Cross uh, has been making the news uh, relating to the jab, the COVID-19 vaccine jab. Now, they came out and said that you know keep in mind the red cross is not going to accept vaccinated blood if you've been vaccinated you can't give blood i don't think pe- people know this this is certainly not making the mainstream news but it's one of the one of the very important things to think about there's two one is that if you voluntarily take a jab regardless of what company moderna JJ, johnson and johnson if you need one round of it, or two rounds of it, or three rounds of it, once you take that jab, you never ever can sue, go back and sue if you get ill or or if you die. You there's no standing there. You cannot make a lawsuit. So uh, I, I'm one of these guys on social media that tries to educate. And um, whether you get the jab or not, I'm uh, obviously encouraging you don't. But uh, to let you know that that you you. You forfeit your rights of making a lawsuit at any time. The other thing is it's a lot of very, uh, a lot of people getting the jab that think they're going to get better. Everything's going to be fine. It's all going to be great. They can go on uh, living their life and giving blood. Red Cross does not want that blood. Now there's a lot of people that give a lot of blood that have now gotten the vaccine that I don't believe know this information. You can't. You are ineligible. And that's not just for, you know, several months. Uh, I don't think you can ever give blood again. They don't want that blood. Uh, so what does that tell you about the jab? What does that tell you about the vaccine? What does it tell you, the fact that it's never been once on the mainstream news, letting you know that you are now ineligible to give blood? You're ineligible to make a lawsuit. And so this is uh, what what we're trying to do here on some of these shows is is educate the general public to say that, you know, fine, if if you want to get it, you certainly can, Uh, you know, it's your choice, but the impacts are huge on this. So another thing to keep in mind, Donald Rumsfeld died this week, June 30th, Donald Rumsfeld, one of the main players in the PNAC and 9-11 events. And actually the day before the 9-11 Event. He's the one that announced the, the $2.3 trillion that were missing from the Pentagon when he was in charge of that. That press conference took place on September 10th. That was good old Donald Rumsfeld that made an announcement saying that the Pentagon, the Department of Defense, could not account for $2.3 trillion, trillion with a T, missing in the accounts for the Pentagon. And the very next day, the impacts of 9-11 hit. Now, you got to keep in mind uh, what was hit at the Pentagon. The very location that they set up 50 accountants to set up and work in cubicles uh, with forensics background to look at the audit of this missing $2.3 trillion was in that very wing of the Pentagon. And 49 of the 50 accountants that were brought on task to do that job to start looking for it were killed. Killed instantly when whatever it was hit the Pentagon on 9-11. So these events do tie together, and I think they had to make that announcement and put some people in there in that wing to start looking into this because they were held accountable for looking into it. But because something hit or impacted the Pentagon on 9-11, that investigation was closed. There was no further investigation into the missing $2.3 trillion on September 10th, 2001. That's how the deep state operates. We'll do it in your face, big press conference, and then have that part of the Pentagon that was just newly remodeled, mind you, to have this group of 50 experts go in there and start looking for the missing money. And uh, consequently, because of the explosion, the people are dead and the investigation gets shut down. Rumble this week set a new record. Rumble. People are going to rumble and bit shoot after falling away from YouTube because of the censorship. Well, they had a new record, 500,000 concurrent live viewers at one time this past week. And we're not talking 100,000. We're not talking 300,000. We're talking 500,000 on a single video watching at the same time. These are concurrent Um, This is one video. This is not, you know, uh, 5,000 videos and 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 10,000 people watching at the same time. It's 500,000 on a single video. So this is the new wave of the future. And this is good. This is a good sign. Once again, mainstream media is not going to talk about this. They're not going to promote rumble at all. Speaking of YouTube, though. Remember when Rusty Shackelford was making its rounds after the Epstein Island case and uh, Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and no one was allowed to get onto the island? Well, there was a, a strange account that was created that was getting high quality, high definition drone footage over and above Epstein Island and getting very down and close into those buildings and looking around at certain things, including that altar, that strange Uh, building there with the altar allegedly in it. Those videos were uploaded under the account on YouTube called Rusty Shackelford. Well, Rusty Shackelford allegedly was John McAfee, John McAfee. People have put together that it was actually him the now died dead John McAfee, allegedly was the one posting those. He created that account called Rusty Shackelford. Him and his high-tech cameras on his drones were getting footage of what Epstein Island looked up close. That account is still out there. Uh, Please search for Rusty Shackelford. Well, that account has been dormant for over a year. Well, in the past 24 hours, 10 new videos have been released and changed to public viewing and made public on the Rusty Shackleford channel just this week. So some are saying, you know, if, if, if it's him, if it's McAfee, obviously he's not dead, he's doing this. Or if he is dead, uh, this is part of the dead man's uh, switch that he's releasing videos uh, under Rusty Shackleford. But nonetheless, those are ones I would encourage you to look into. As he had some very good information on the, on the video footage of what was going on on that island uh, before the cleanup took place. Before everything was removed and demolished and, and, uh, and leveled, uh, there was some very interesting video footage on that island. It's a pretty good-sized island there. That was Epstein's island. Uh, that was Rusty Shackelford. Well, remember the first person to retrieve the COVID jab in Canada? Uh, went on TV and made the big uh, big, big news Is uh, That person died. That female from Canada went on the news and made a big uh, announcement for a press release when they were starting the COVID vaccines, getting the jabs in the country of Canada. The very first one on TV now has died. So that makes it now, there's a multitude of deaths from people that received the vaccines. Now, granted, they might be older. They might be up there in age. But they took the vaccine to help keep them uh, healthy and to live longer. Well, the person from Belgium, the very first person in Belgium that took the vaccine now has died. The very first person in Cyprus that took the vaccine has died. This new case where the woman died in Canada, who was the very first person in Canada to take the vaccine, now died this week. And of course, it all started in the UK when uh, that that uh, elder, uh, that gentleman took the jab and now uh, he died. So we're already at This is now the fifth country where the very first person who took it and made a big press conference out of it, made all the news, has now subsequently died. And so when they're dying, they're not making the news. But when they get the jab, they're making uh, the front page headlines. Keep that in mind, these people dying. Lauren Boebert was on the House floor this last week uh, talking about Second Amendment rights. Uh, She had some pretty good quotes Her video of what she said down on the the House floor this past week was pretty good and it was trending. Uh, She's a good one to follow, Lauren Boebert. Trump, this week, asks on his daily press release, press release, the July 1st press release, July 1st, he asks who shot Ashley Babbitt. Now, that really got things going and that started actually trending. Uh, people continue to think that Donald Trump is off his rocker, doesn't know what he's talking about. He knows exactly what he's talking about. And this question really stirred things up. Remember, the name of the shooter was released early on and then subsequently covered up and and eliminated from the web. And nothing has been said about this since. Now, this is a big, high-profile killing on the January 6th Capitol insurrection day. Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed, captured on video. Uh, The shooter was captured on video, but they never announced who it was. Well, they tried very hard to not let that happen, to not let that leak out. The question is why? That's the question. So he asked the question, and yes, he went there. The other point of the Ashley Babbitt murder is that did it actually happen? Was she killed? Or was this another orchestrated event that alluded to that made it look like someone was shot and killed, but really was all for watching a movie? Uh, Who knows in situations like this, what's real and what's not uh, anymore? So that posed the second question is who shot Ashley Babbitt? Uh, That's kind of a double-edged sword question. But the fact that Donald Trump asked it to the press, to the media, and in public really got things going. That's a very... Uh, that's a fair question, I think, to ask something like that. Very interesting. Now, we are here on July, uh, today's July 5th, and of course the things in the news are uh, uh, very interesting. They're trying to capture this, you know, put put an end to this coronavirus uh, delta, uh, this de- derivative uh, of of COVID is this Delta variant and uh, what they're doing on the media is really pushing this uh, to be the new bad, awful, scary thing, boogeyman. And what they're doing is trying to get those who haven't had the vaccine to get it or to raise the urgency of getting the vaccine. They're also saying that this one's more, you know, know, deadly, um, more active and more wild um, yes, that's th- the same thing. They're trying to get the rest of the people that haven't taken the vaccines yet to get it and to get it now. So you're seeing these articles on the front page on various websites, USA Today, CNN are saying that um, the urging is really getting out there to say, hurry up and get this vaccine, get the jab and get it done. So we can start meeting some of these numbers. They're trying to meet these certain metrics and statistic Numbers on getting people uh, under the guise of, you know, helped and assisted, uh, and that's not really not the case. Uh, they're trying to get uh, eliminate the number down to zero of the people that haven't received it. Um, they're also going ax- after these people that are that are uh, being called has vaccine hesitant, vaccine hesitant (VH). They're trying to go after those people that are hemming and hawing, thinking, "Should I get it? Should I not?" That's the market they're going to be going after heavy uh here in the coming weeks to get those people uh, into that category into that bucket of getting the the vaccine then then and only then will we see the hardliners uh, for instance the people like myself who are not going to get it in any circumstance uh the, the jab uh, they're going to be coming after this next group next by saying if you didn't get it uh, there's going to be now penalties fines and um uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, detriment. There's going to be a, there's going to be backlash if you don't get the vaccine, and um, this is where we could see our internment camps, things like that, FEMA camps, uh, re-education camps for these people that don't want to take them because this is the way they're going to identify who are the the the, the, the non rule followers. This is the way to put them into the camps. And to, uh, to split them into two buckets, uh, you know, your red list and your blue list. Uh, who's the good – who's your sheep uh, that are, that you don't care about because they're going to be doing whatever you say anyway? And then who's the hardliners, the dissidents that are, that are going to start uh, rejecting some of these things that are mandatory? And that's what we're trying to do this whole purpose. The whole exercise of all this is to try to identify and get them onto a list, the bad guys, the people that won't listen. Those will be the ones – that they're going to have problems with down the road with the new world order, and they want to put these people out right away, uh, put them to death, kill them, put them in the prisons, get them out of the way because these are the ones that they're going to have problems with down the road. So this whole effort that we see on TV and newspapers, uh, radio, television, is not, I repeat, not anything to help those to avoid getting the vaccine. Uh, to, to getting the COVID. Uh, they want them to take the vaccine. But it's more of the mental game, the breakdown of who's going to do it is what they're trying to get on the list of the 300, 360 uh, million Americans. How big is that number of bad guys? Uh, what's that number at? And all the people that aren't going to take this uh, jab is already uh, basically putting a, a target on our backs that aren't going to take it uh, because we're obviously getting our names put onto that list uh, this will be the group that will uh, potentially be killed first um, set aside put into the camps we'll call them re-education camps uh, internment camps FEMA camps so, uh, you know re-education camps is this kind of things that they'll do. To make sure that they're uh, educated. But what they're really going to do is is they need a way to put these people away. People that are awake are their biggest threat. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com, bookmark the site, as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. Also, big thanks to our donors and our Patreons. Without you, we can't be successful. Once again, my name is Dan Hedden. Today is July 5th, 2021. Thanks for listening. I'm praying for this land I rest. America, America, the home of the free. But there are people making plans to change America. They've no respect for her or what matters most to me.